This is Smoking Out the Closet. Now, here are your hosts. Hi, I'm Raven. I use she, her pronouns. Hi, I'm Asmodeus. I use they, them pronouns. Welcome back to another episode of Smoking Smoking Out Out the the Closet. For those of you who are new or just joining us, we are a queer podcast. Pun intended. They talk about cannabis, the LGBT community, and everything in between, and beyond. So welcome. Welcome. Okay, so before we get into the nitty gritty of the episode, I just want to apologize if we seem tired or annoyed at all. Podcasters for Spotify is not working. We've recorded this now five times, twice on Saturday, and now this is the third attempt tonight on Sunday um, I don't know what's going on with the program, so we're using Audacity. Hopefully it sounds okay, um, but if there is any technical or sound quality issues, we do apologize ahead of time because it's just not working, and I think we're about to just go to another uh, program and company just publish our podcast because this is getting ridiculous now. There's something going on is what it seems like is like a glitch in their website, and this is what sucks about using a mobile, like a web-based freaking program instead of something on your computer because like audacity runs on your desktop like it Mm -hmm. is independent of itself the only reason you're gonna probably have a problem with is if it crashes which knock on fucking whatever hoping it doesn't right yeah no but there's a lot more that's gonna go wrong with like spotify for podcasters yeah and you know uh, fingers crossed it's just maintenance that they're doing on the website but like we, we might just be going back to Audacity because it seems like we're actually getting better at, like, noise issues and everything. It's just going to take a lot more time for me to edit stuff, honestly, on my end. Um, but, yeah, it's fine. Um, so we we're not so freshly uh, stoned anymore, but uh, we are reviewing a strain that you picked today from Strain. A strange strain uh, called RS11. Uh, it's a relatively newer strain from them. It's a hybrid coming in at 24% THCA. Uh, it has about 1.2% CBGA, which was nice to see. Um, I feel like that's getting to be a little bit more common with flour. Um, and then our top terpenes here are, we got limonene coming in at 0.525 and caryophylline at 0.227%. Everything else is under... Oh, wait, linalol is at 0.181%. I forgot that the last couple times we recorded this. Um, but everything else is under 0.1%. Um, I liked it. I I was thinking of, like, honestly, Orange Crush most of the time that I was using this. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I feel like it's all right. It's just not something that I would be like, hey, I'm going to choose this over this other strain strain that's here. Like, I can't think of another one that I wouldn't choose this over. Like Golden Pineapple or, um... Man, it's been a minute since we've had a lot of strain products. A lot of the ones, like Mac and Cheese, like... Yeah, I would choose all of those over this one, though. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, no, 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 I get you. Like, it's... Orange Crush, Dog Patch, which I don't even... I, have I had Dog Patch? I think I might have had it, maybe. I have never had Dog Patch. I don't so. know. Um, 
What would you rate it? <sighs> I'm sorry. I'd probably say a four. I mean, like, it's okay. It's, it is what it is. It, I feel like it helped. I'm sorry, my brain. I'm tired. <laughs> it, it was, it, it was, it was all right. I just don't think that I would, like I said, choose it over something else. Mm-hmm. Um, I get that. I mean, I, I, I. I say it's a 3.8 out of 5, mostly just because of the fact that I personally, not even taking the other products into the account, but just the high was very short. I didn't feel a lot of the medicinal effects. While it hit me a lot faster than some other products we reviewed, it just was not there for me. And I felt like I got a little, now this is just me, not part of the review. But I felt like I got shorted with the bud a little bit because there was, like, one super really dense snug and then a couple small little pieces. Yeah. And, like, I didn't measure it, but I'm like, this seems kind of short. And then I have to remember, no, because most of the time when we roll, because we have to do two joints um, for our reviews now. Thanks, testosterone. <laughs> um, we're pretty much using an entire eighth. Each time we re- we do a review, um, so like it kind of made sense, and I'm I'm not like upset with it, but it just seemed like it was a lot, and mostly just that one big nug. Yeah. Um, but it I don't know. Just it, the cure felt like it was kind of lacking on this one too, to be honest. I didn't get to feel much of the cure or anything. I was just taking... I took some pictures. Mm-hmm. It looked pretty. Oh, yeah. Um, Definitely looked healthy. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. I gave it a 3.8 out of 5. You gave it a 4. So, that makes it, like, what? 3.9? I think so. Yeah. So, sadly certified mids, but, I mean, not every strain, strain can be a winner. No. Um. So... Super tired. We just spent the last three days at Pittsburgh Pride Revolution, uh, Pride, and uh, I'm just, I'm so tired. Tired? I don't even think scratches the surface for the whatever the fuck I'm feeling. Because in between these past three days, I have probably put at least 100,000 steps in. Mm-hmm. I would not. That's no exaggeration of the imagination whatsoever. <laughs> no, I wouldn't doubt that. Between, you know, the march itself and then all the walking around both locations for the Pride events over the course of the three days, you put a lot of walking in. I feel it. I feel all of it. My legs hurt. My feet hurt. I have blisters. A lot of them. <laughs> uh, but my God, did I have so much fun. I'm glad. It was so much fun. Um... So you and me have two different, very, very different um, interactions with the whole thing, um, because this being your first actual Pride event you were going to, I wanted to make sure that you had all the time to do every fun thing you wanted to do. Um, So I was like, no, I'm going to table. I'm going to focus on tabling. And I'm glad I did, because we got some money in for the podcast, we sold some mer- uh, some sticker merchandise, which will be going probably 
higher up into quality as time goes on, as we can generate more funds and everything and push more stuff into the podcast, um, which we don't have a website for yet, but we will be eventually putting that up to sell some of the merchandise and the stickers we've made. Um, but also just able to connect and network. Um, I think it was a bit really fun time. So... And that's a lot of what Friday was. Yes. Like, setting up and... We made a friend, like, right off the bat. Mm -hmm. One of our table directly, like, across from us, actually, had set up the first day we were there on Friday. And there are Skittle this week. Uh, I know it's been a very, very long time since we had a Skittle. Mm -hmm. Um, But these people are amazing, and they deserve to be put in the spotlight for a moment. (laughs) Um, They are hemp and peace crafts. They make soaps and candles. Uh, their candles smell fucking amazing. Um, their soaps are the star, I feel like, of the show. <clears throat> and they are, uh, handmade cold process hemp milk soap. Uh, in my hand I have the box for a bar named Sue, which is a homage to the song A Boy Named Sue. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this has a very nice mix of, and as and the, the person who had helped create the scent of the soap is also quoted saying this. Uh, I hate putting genders on scents, but like having to do that and then blend them so that they seem even mm-hmm. and it's just it was an experience and like being somebody who is non-binary, I really love this blend of scents and it is uh, patchouli, cashmere, musk, cedarwood, blanc, and juniper. Um, and then it has exfoliants in here which are really nice. The oatmeal uh, pieces help like i feel like get that top layer of just dead skin cells off and makes your skin feel a lot fresher after you use it um and there's lavender and peppermint leaves in here as well uh i thought it was funny because on the front it says approximately 4.2 ounces 420 ounces <laughs> uh and then on the back <laughs> during one of the other recordings of this podcast i noticed it says don't smoke the soap and it says Contains 0% THC or CBD. Then in parentheses, and it's bolded. Don't smoke the soap. <laughs> you know, that, that is great. I love it. Um, no, they're, they're really nice. It's um, Quincy and Catherine, uh, I believe is what their names are. Yeah. Um, and they're really nice, very down-to-earth people. Um you know, we, we kind of, like, talked and everything, and definitely would love to have them on the show. Definitely got to meet a lot of people over the course of the event that we want to have on our show. Uh, we will also put all of their information in the show yes. notes for uh, Hemp and Fuse Crafts. They are on Instagram. They are on Facebook. They also have a website. They will ship to you. Uh, they are in Johnstown, right? I think that's what they said. Or they ship out of Johnstown, They ship out of Johnstown. Of course... Everywhere ships out of Johnstown. In Pennsylvania, yeah. Anywhere <laughs> you are usually has a stamp from Johnstown. Um, I think Harrisburg's another one that if you're like... that, You have to be on the rural far east side of the state to, for a ship to go through Harrisburg, though. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, but they're really cool. Kind of talked to them a lot on Friday, a lot on Saturday. Um, we saw them today. Um, I, I do apologize if you guys are also listening to this episode. I'm, I know I messaged you on Instagram, but um, <laughs> that we just kind of skedaddled. We got very burnt, people burnt, mm-hmm. um, and it was getting rowdy and loud. So, and that's not really our kind of thing. No, it's not. We're very in, we're a very introverted couple, and like 
yes, we, we, we record a podcast, but it's literally just us talking to a screen or a microphone or looking at each other. Yeah. Or, or just closing our eyes and talking. Like, there's not a whole lot of, like, people interaction with this. This is just more us talking to nothing, essentially. Or just us having a conversation between ourselves and putting a microphone in there. And that was honestly the original thought of this podcast in the first place so true and i'm not saying like you guys listening isn't like us talking to you nothing. are very important for every listener out there we see you and we love you but it's just more of there's not a whole lot of human interaction other than just the two of us while we're recording obviously yeah um but let's talk about like our our kind of experiences so we started on friday we wake up. Of course, I wake up earlier than you because I always do. I feed our boys, and I start getting ready for the day, and then you wake up. Mm. So we're getting everything ready. We're getting everything packed, and we stop at Sheets because it's a gas station right by us. We need some energy drinks, need some food, grab it, and go to the park. Find a parking space. Really nice parking space, my On you. the street On parking. The street. And I was there in time to just, just park myself there, and we cut through the grass, and... Hiked it to our tent. Mm. Can we just say, too, like, we kind of cut through a playground, and, like, the foam mats, I'm pretty sure those are the sole ones that, like, they take recycled sneakers. They're so fucking nice. When I was a kid, (coughs) you had to fall off the fucking swings onto, like, wood chips. Mulch and rocks. Yeah, and there were rocks in there. Uh, Fucking skin your knees up and shit. But nope, now we fall onto these, like, rubber mat things. And you know what? Good. Yeah. I'm glad, because I had a friend break his arm in, like, third grade from falling off the jungle gym. Those fucking... You know how many wood... How many splinters I got in fucking elementary school? Every time you come in from recess, some kid would have a fucking splinter in their thumb you'd have to pull out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the nurses uh, nationwide had tweezers on standby once recess came finished. Yep. Um... But anyway, um... So we get everything set up. We made our friends at a hemp, a hemp infused, um, and it was honestly kind of slow. I mean, we were warned that it was going to be slow because you know, Saturday's the bigger day. It's Friday. People are still working. Yeah, um, but you know, we we networked. Uh, you got it. You walked around while I was basically tabling. So why don't you talk about what you did on Friday? <laughs> I also didn't mean to be out that long at a clip. I meant to go out for a little bit, come back, and then do another spot, and then come back. But I did a big loop, and then came back. <laughs> uh, well, I went out, and I, at first I didn't make it super far until I came back. <laughs> I made it about 50 feet to our other friends that came up from Florida when we're selling <laughs> rainbow things, and I bought... I think I gave you folks, if you're listening, I think I gave you at least $100 over the weekend. You had half of my money that I brought with me. Because you just had such cool sh- cool shit. Yeah, and you want to talk about what you bought there? I got a non-binary flag because now I'm a real gay. I have a flag. You mean a fan? A fan. I can't, th- again, all weekend we've done this. It's because it has a non-binary flag on the fan. But yeah, I bought a non-binary fan. I bought... That was Saturday. That was Saturday. But Friday, I bought um, our bracelets. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a non-binary bracelet. Mia has a non-binary bracelet now. Raven has a trans bracelet um and they're real cute and we all match mm-hmm. um and then i spent enough money there that i got this trans towel yeah. oh, and i got a, a trans flag for you and then we realized you have a trans flag 
that I'm pretty sure is in the bottom of our bookcase, and we just never got to hanging it up. Yeah. So now we have two. Out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. And I just didn't think she had one, and now we have two. So, it's fine. Um, We're both trans. One for each of us. (laughs) But then we had it there at the event to hang in our table, too. Mm -hmm. Which was nice, because, like... It got hot, and having the flags up provided a lot of extra shade. Oh, yeah. Um, But I met YB, mm -hmm. who was there to enjoy the festival and wanted to start a podcast about teaching people, like, conversational Japanese. Uh, They wanted to call it Tea Time, uh, kind of sit down with tea and, like, conversate no pressure real low pressure way to learn japanese um our people for our friends from florida would love to be on our podcast because they're in the middle of uh going wreck as well they hopefully i they, they said next year it's supposed to be on their ballot uh for them to go wreck and then i was walking around also and i talked to p flag wait hang on hang on before we go to the p flag thing they they were saying that florida's, florida's gonna, gonna go, wreck. go wreck by 24 yeah i don't see it no i don't see it at all and can I say why I don't see that? Why is that? Well, first off, fucking Ron DeSantis ain't gonna fucking let it go wreck. <laughs> that fucking conservative asshole isn't gonna let anyone enjoy it, anything. And then True Leaf pretty much owns most of Florida's medical program. And True Leaf just left Massachusetts because they went recreational. True Leaf does not want to operate in wreck states. They're very. They're making it very clear that they just want to control everything and operate in places where they have a chokehold, and that's basically medical markets. Okay. So sorry, I just want to interject on that. No, one it's because, okay. Like, that, I don't think it's gonna happen. I, I I have no idea. She. I was like, okay, if you say so, you're the one who lives down there. Yeah. I mean, I also feel bad for you living down there if you're listening. Um, but I, again, we're in Pennsylvania. Uh, there could have been. I don't know. There could have been something going. There could be something going on. I have no idea. True, but also everyone up here has been saying it's going to happen next it's year. Gonna it's going to happen, happen next, next year. year. Gonna... Everybody has been saying. How many years have we been saying it's going to happen next year? Next <laughs> year? Next year? I feel like we did the same thing before gay marriage was legalized in Pennsylvania, and then it was just across the fucking board. Yeah. And we were next year. Next year. Next year. But but P flag anyway. P-flag. Going back to P flag. Uh, P flag would also love to be on the pot. I'm so sorry. I topped out there. Oh God. See, now that we have audacity up, I can see myself talk. Um, I'm just not going to look at it. We, I talked to people from PFLAG. Uh, PFLAG would love to be on our uh, podcast. They are an amazing resource to anybody who needs them. If you are in any major city anywhere, uh, Lock Haven, I don't think, counts as a major city. But I know that there's a PFLAG of Lock Haven out mm-hmm. there. They're pretty active. Um they're a great resource. They will help you have the coming out talk with your parents. They'll give you materials that you could just hand to them and walk away. They'll even say, here, you can just hand this to somebody you want to learn about things and just tell them to read it. Don't they also kind of help with, like, LGBT parents? Yeah. Or they're, like, it, kids? It's like a, it's like a, I guess, like a parents support group. Yeah. Too. For, you know, parents and loved ones of the gays. Mm-hmm. Um... But yeah, this this wonderful woman, she also, in another facet, she is like, I don't know, I don't know how much I want to say also, because I know that she wants to keep things separated. Mm-hmm. Um, 
We'll just say um, we potentially could have someone from PFLAG, either the person you talk to or someone else, and that person wants to be on it either as something that they do outside of PFLAG or as part of PFLAG. Yeah. And we'll just leave it at that. Yeah, two potential also new guests on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe I talked to somebody else. I got their business card. It wasn't for what they were there for. It was for, like, their windshield fixing company, which also could be handy because those are expensive. Mm -hmm. Um, but that was her personal number she gave to me to get a hold of her. And I cannot remember what table she was there with. I think her name's Erica. Or Erin. It was an E something. I cannot remember. For the life of me. Sorry, don't mind me. I'm just pulling. No, all you're the just rolling through your business cards, your stack of business cards in your wallet. Um, but yeah, I did a lot of networking Friday. Um, I can't remember if this was Friday or Saturday. I want to say it's Friday. Um, but uh, this company called Binder which is like a bi-focused dating app, um, kind of came around and talked to us and I got their business card. Oh, I was curious about them. That was one of those moments where I had no, I was just nodding and saying, yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. it, it was right near the hear. end of the event. Yeah, I was having a hard time hearing. And I that was I, Friday I forgot my loops, and I don't know if I talked about them on the podcast. But they're noise dampening earplugs, which is really fucking handy for things like this, especially. Um, if you have any sort of sensory problems, you definitely should go buy them. Not a sponsor, but Loop, you totally could sponsor us if you wanted to. Um, you need some sort of headphones, earplugs, something when you go to festivals. Protect your hearing. Mm-hmm. Be, take care of yourself. Um, but yeah, it makes conversating rather hard. But we did have a good angle at that stage all day. Yeah, we were pretty much... I, it, I'm so glad we didn't actually go live during the event like we did with the Cannabis Festival, because there was no way in hell we were going to be able to do that. Absolutely not. You couldn't hear our podcast speaker over top of everything else, and the, the helicopters, and the ambulances that were chirping past, and then... And the train. The train that was going through the park, and the MC that was up on the stage, like... Well, can There's... we just can we just say hang on before we go further? The train wasn't actually going through the park itself. The tr- there was a little hole that has got really high, like NASCAR racetrack level high, freaking barbed wires and everything that a train kind of goes under the park a little bit, and then there's like an exposed area, and then it keeps going back under the park. It's so cool. It looks like it's just cutting into the bottom of the park. Yeah, it's so weird to look at because, like, I heard a train and I look over and I just see the top of coal piles, like, <laughs> like moving Raven. in a row. And I'm like... I was like, Raven, is that a train? Like, yeah, yeah, I think it is. <laughs> <laughs> How did we not notice that for Cannabis Festival? Because we were on a different angle, like, ah. completely different angle. So the park is around the aviary. And we're basically like a 90 degree turn because Cannabis Festival is on the north side. We're on the west side. Um, so, like, the the space where we parked, if you went to the left, you would have went to where we were at the Cannabis Festival. And you went to the right, that's where we were for the first two days of uh, the, the events at Allegheny Park. 
the second day when I was actually walking to my bus stop to go downtown, mm-hmm. I walked past where we were for the cannabis festival. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's weird. It seems like a small park when you're doing those individual events, and then you actually realize this is actually a pretty big freaking park. It's huge. It was twice the size of what we were using for Pride. Oh, yeah. That's how big it was. It's, at least, no, it's probably at least, like, that was what we're using for Pride, which probably a, a quarter of it. It's a huge park. It is. I mean, it has its own, like, it's a pretty chunk of Pittsburgh, according to the map. I wonder if it was how long that park has been there. Because it, that seems like a perfect, that's just the perfect spot to have festivals and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Cannabis Festival works so well there. The Pride booths worked so well there. The sidewalks are laid out great. It's spaced out really well. There's even a, like, wide open area where you can just, like, lay blankets under the trees and shit and just mm-hmm. chill. It definitely seems like it's been there for a minute, like, just based on architecture and everything around there. Like, I don't know if it's, like, been there since Pittsburgh's been there, but it's definitely been there a hot minute. And definitely before the First World War, I want to say. Um, I could be wrong, obviously, because, you know, a lot of people make architecture that mimics older architecture. But I, my guess is it's prior to First World War, okay. at least. Um... Do you want to start talking about Saturday? Sure. So, well, actually, let's, let's wrap up Friday. Um, so Friday night, we were basically packing up, and, you know, we realized, hey, we could just leave the canopy and the table here because they have security checking everything, but we want to bring our um, chairs back home so we can sit down and smoke outside. <laughs> yeah. Because we have, like, little camping chairs. Um, so we do that. And, um, I guess I didn't pull the top down far enough, so when we came back Saturday morning, <laughs> it was just covered with, like, bugs. There were so many bugs. <laughs> like, gnats and, like, male mosquitoes coming in from the sun, or trying to stay out of the sun and everything in the morning. Um, and they just were all lining the inside of the fucking canopy, so you just tap on it and they would all come off. Mm-hmm. Speaking of bugs, though... We said this in the, one of the previous recordings we tried recording that never got saved because fucking Spotify. Thanks, Spotify fucks. Fuck you, Spotify. Um, I, I, not actually fuck you, but just think this is really frustrating and we're going to tell you about it. Please <laughs> fix it. Um, so, the spot, I'm not sure if it's everywhere on the East Coast, but definitely it was really bad in Pennsylvania last year. The spotted lanternfly, um, is starting to come back. Um, they were really bad last year, and winter killed them. But now the new breed brood brood, the new brood the, is the, hatching. The new the new babies. The so babies are hatching. So they're in their nymph stage, and they kind of look like jumping spiders put on backwards a little bit. Like they're black and white, real spots. Kind of look like a weird beetle. Um, kill them. Yes. Kill them on sight. It's a fight on sight. Yeah. Um. Because it, they're just going to be really bad again, and they're a very invasive species. So if we can kill them now... We can get ahead of them, and they will not reproduce. Mm-hmm. Like, if you kill them in their nymph stage, they have no way to reproduce. They're not mature, and we can head them off and get rid of them. Because they, they're, they're, they have no natural predators here other than us. Mm-hmm. So we're at the top of the food chain. We've got to stamp them out. Exactly. Invasive species do not belong here. Um... 
That being said, uh, so once we kind of got the tent cleared, you looked at your phone and you're like, oh, I gotta go. Yeah, I was like, I'm gonna run to the bathroom and then I'm gonna run downtown. I jumped on a 15 and took it to downtown. I got off the eyeball park and I walked over to in between the Greyhound and the Amtrak station and found my group of gays, which that day were the JCCP, which I was just so fucking excited. I got to hang out with them all day, and I was freaking out. And I, hi guys, if you yins are listening, I knew you scanned the podcast code table. <coughs> did. Um, we have an episode farther back about you. Uh, this is like, oh god, what did you say the name of the episode was? Rocky has some kinky boots, or Rocky has kinky boots, something like that. Something with Rocky and kinky boots. Uh, where we talk about uh, where we have our first experience at the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Um, but yeah, I was so excited. I got to hang out with them and uh, got to like line up in the march with them. Um, and we had like a tote that had all our stuff in it that we were like carrying around with us, like toting it behind us. Um, and that march, wow. <laughs> Just, where. Where to begin? Because, like, there was just... There were so many people down there, too. Like... Well, do you want to talk about the 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 people that greeted you guys there and then the thing that kind of pushed them away? Oh. <laughs> so, unless you, like, live under a rock or something, you know that Pride events happen. June's Pride Month. Um, and... There is, and I'm trying. Don't don't wave me. I'm trying to word. Um, there are always people who are going to be opposing, just fucking human, humans being humans. Uh, it still makes no sense to me why they have an issue with this because I don't, I don't, obviously, I can't put myself in their shoes, and I just think that they sound crazy and ridiculous, which they are. The evangelical fucking bullshit people with the megaphone on a stick yelling about things that they misinterpreted years ago that isn't even fucking true um, about how we're going to burn in hell. And I had a random just motherfucker walking on the street telling me I'm going to hell and at this point I was just like what the fuck do you not see the necklace I have on I literally bought a devil tarot card necklace <laughs> at pride do you think I did you phase me at all telling me I'm going to hell oh no it's 98 degrees on asphalt in downtown Pittsburgh you don't think I'm already there in like I, the sweat is real everywhere right now okay? not to mention it was like a humidity 30 uh, index of 37 and I'm like this motherfucker couldn't even look me in the face when he told me I was going to hell he said I, I, I said he said you're going to hell and he was like walking and looking at his feet i'm like y you don't even have the <laughs> balls to look me in the face no because it does that it's going to add too much humanity to you and that kind of just defeats the purpose of trying to make you not a human yeah it's a lot of repeating tactics between a lot of fucking bullshit of racism and bigotry and it's just kind of evolved and just the, a scapegoat after another. The shit with these fucking evangelicalists, too. I'm pretty sure there were two groups of them, but we ran one of them off, like, being all gay and shit and mm -hmm. yelling at them and telling them they weren't welcome. And I think we put the fear of the gays in them and they walked away. But there was this other group that they were ballsy, and of course it was some old-ass white-haired white man, cis man holding this pole with a megaphone, 
Um, and we were in front of the Modern Socialists of Pennsylvania. I believe that's what they're called. Um, and they also had a megaphone. I wish I had a megaphone because I was trying to scream at them. <laughs> and you could not hear you could not hear me over top of their stupid megaphone. But then, to drown out everybody's megaphones, uh, the Dykes on Pikes decided to... They were like, okay, we've had fuck enough of this. And they were revving, and there were people that... There were some, but there were a couple people who brought, like, drums. Mm-hmm. And they were, like, banging on drums, and we were, like, playing music, and just, we started chanting as well, like, with the social, with the modern socialists and the JCCP section, and people who were just past them would, like, start chants. And about 25 feet past them was, like, it felt like actual step off then because they were behind us. You could kind of hear the chants kind of fading away from like them, everybody mm. chanting back and forth at each other. Um, and then it opened up and there were people lined up on the street mm-hmm. from town. <laughs> and just that feeling of like step off and like watching everybody. Like there were a bunch of people with mom hug shirts and people getting hugs and, like, just watching everybody cheering for the people who were walking. And, like, it was fun, too, because, like, people recognized the JCCP and, like, everybody get all excited. And it's just it, the energy and, like, the sense of belonging and, like, walking through downtown Pittsburgh with a bunch of people that were all there for the same reason. And just knowing that you were safe and accepted and valid was just an amazing just words are words are hard to describe that feeling that <clears throat> i feel like i experienced walking love. in pride huh love, a community full of love yeah now i will say for those of you who don't know a little little queer history interjection here um so dykes on bikes is most of the time the start of every pride march the reason of this is most pride marches start or most marches and parades start with a motorcycle escort traditionally they've been cops for obvious reasons we don't like cops we don't like cops at pride um so what we do is we have dykes on bikes lead us. Now, why dykes on bikes? It's also the same reason why the L comes first in LGBTQIA+, or LGBT, whatever acronym. Uh, like LGBT2S, I think. It's been one plus, like two-spirit. Okay. Um, but anyway, the reason why the L comes first is because the lesbian community helped a lot of our community who were afflicted by the AIDS epidemic. They were the ones taking care of everybody. They were the ones that showed up, made sure everyone's eating, gave food. They ran had, blood drives, too. A lot of blood drives. Um, a lot of them donated a lot of blood for this, too, because they knew no one else would. And so, to honor that, the first ones to step off is a group of lesbians dykes on bikes are lesbians and they have motorcycles so to give the motorcycle escort to begin a parade in modern times and to be the first ones to step off in a parade dykes on bikes typically um 
are the ones that are the front ones pushing every Pride Parade for, like, a long time. Sorry, I, it was just a little history. I felt like people should know that because there's not a lot of queer history being passed down to this current generation. It's important. Like, the uh, the one chant we actually started with the modern socialists was, we will not be quiet, Stonewall was a riot. Yes. And, like, just can I also say just, like, how powerful that feels is just being part of a chant like that. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not going to lie. I'm a little jealous because, like, the entire time you were going through your the, the march and chanting, I'm sitting there like, do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-
Um, we're selling stickers to kind of put funds back into our show. We have QR codes on the edge of the table that takes you to our Spotify page because we're pushing our Spotify page more because you can leave messages and, and interact, interact with, with us. us. And it's fun. Um, and we're selling stickers for 2 3 and $4. They're all handmade, water-resistant, hand-cut out, designed by us, for us, by us. And you have to do, like, your little tester bottle if your bottle sweats and, like... Yeah. And, like, I, you know, I was giving my spiel and everything. We made quite a bit of money. We got a lot of followers. Um, I don't remember where we were because Spotify... Because the podcasters for Spotify only shows the analytics mostly for Spotify. So the follower count is only from Spotify's follower count. And we gained, I want to say, almost 20 more followers um, just Saturday alone. Oh, wow. Um, which was really nice. I was handing out free stickers, um, kind of bringing people in. I will say we didn't get a, we got a lot, of, we did most of our sales on Saturday, but I felt like not a lot of people saw us because we were kind of even moving our tent and everything a little further up to the road we were still kind of being blocked by that generator yeah um so next time i just kind of want to like because like it, it it's a little hard when like maps aren't updated and it's kind of just shown like here's a section one through six and you know you're the sixth one but the way it looks on the map is we're supposed to follow the curve yeah so we follow the curve on the grass and then there was a tent that was put up on the sidewalk, which maybe was supposed to be for us, question mark. I have no idea. Yeah, it was either for us or for someone for, like, M-Line. I didn't want to push it, so I'm just like, we're just going to stay here. Yeah. Um, but, you know, that's every event. That's every Pride. It's every festival. Like, it's a, it's a little confusing. It's a little chaos. But you know what? We make do. We made it work. We made it work. We met some new friends. And if any of you who are listening are joining us from Pride, can I just say Welcome. We hope you had a wonderful time. And thank you for stopping to check us out. Yeah, thank you so much. Um, a lot of people were telling, like, oh, this is great, I work. Um, someone was like, oh, I just finished a podcast I really like, now I'm looking for a new one, this is perfect. We were just right in the timing pocket for them. And they're like, oh, like, I don't know. Like, one person was like, uh, well, you were gone uh, for the floor show performance. They're like, I don't know, like, I, you know, I don't want to start a podcast and then, like, just like have a couple episodes and then like just have nothing and i'm like well we do an hour episode at least or usually about 50 minutes to an hour and we've been doing this for about a year and a half so we have like over 80 episodes and the moment i said 80 episodes they're like oh so i can binge <laughs> and we're like yeah there's a lot to binge you, you we'll keep you busy um but we do we want to talk about the the fun thing the interesting impromptu thing that happened saturday after the festival, after, well, after, well, after the march, uh, after, you know, we were, you're doing all your sticker sales and things. The impromptu thing on Saturday? Yeah, the thing that just, out of nowhere, poof! Oh, oh, nature being nature. Yeah, as it does. <laughs> yeah. So we wrapped up early on Saturday because um, it started raining really hard. And then blowing sideways, and dirt and shit was getting kicked up. All over the park. And we were under a lightning watch. Yeah. Right? Yes. Um, so basically lightning strikes were happening somewhere. Yeah. We had to be clo- we had to be careful because yeah. you know, trees and big metal fucking tents holes and holes. shit. 
Yeah, it was. It's a time. Like they shut down the music stage and everything. The DJ's booth was wrapped up and everything, or the sound mixer person, like the person that was doing the sound quality control. Um, their station was all closed up and under tarps and everything. So we were like, "Yeah, we should probably go." That was it. Was scary. Yeah. And then when we got back out here, it rained again, didn't it? When we were yeah, out here, it did. But the problem is, when we got back here, it was nothing. And then it was like an hour at most maybe after the festival or like saturday was supposed to be wrapped up and everything and it was basically yep now it's raining again i'm like wait 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 wait. (laughs) if it wasn't for the lightning we could have stayed but also i was fading real fucking yeah you were in that march and like out in the heat and everything i i almost passed out getting shit to the car yeah because we had to pack up everything um for today and so we go we start our day like we have this entire time one last stop at sheets which oh my god i'm so sick of sheets right now we love you sheets you were there at pride all three days and yeah. we love you we love but you i'm just done eating there for a while yeah we might stop in for energy drinks and gas but food not right now no give us a couple weeks yeah, uh, I just saved that bacon turkey Swiss wrap to my favorites too <laughs> on my app. Yeah. Um. But today we were in Bloomfield. Mm-hmm. And we want to tell the people why we were in Bloomfield. So Bloomfield, from my understanding, has been the big thing for Pittsburgh's Pride. Um, it's for the longest time, from what I've been told, is that's where it originally started in Pittsburgh. And it's kind of been a traditional thing for us to be in Bloomfield. I'm not 100%. I'm just kind of parroting what people have told me. If that is wrong or anything, please let me know. In our show notes or Instagram, you know where to hit us. Uh, um, but yeah, we, we set up. Um, I feel like we parked at like kind of like a little park, baseball field area. It was really close, and I feel like it took us faster getting our supplies over there than it did from where we were parking on the street to the park location we were at. I feel like we had a longer walk. At the park or today? At, at the park. We had a longer par- walk at the park. Yeah, we did. Than we did from where we parked to go to where we were at. True, because uh, we're... Yeah, it just I don't know. It just felt faster today. I, I don't know if we just got into our groove, like, yeah, this is it, or Or, what? like, yeah, we got into the groove of, like, moving things, because we're mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, we packed up and unpacked and back up and unpacked, you know. Yeah, because, like, fast-forwarding a little bit, when we were, like, leaving, I did the whole, you know, I don't want to make too many trips and everything, so I did, like, what we did in the, in the military. You would put your backpack on your front, and then you put your duffel bag on your back. So I put the canopy on my back and my backpack on my front. And, and just... I'm like, please don't overdo it. We almost had a one trip. Yeah. And then got... we asked two people who were standing by our area, hey, do you want to watch the cooler? And I was like, there is one icy Turner's in there. And when we came back, I was like, there's also water. Like, if you want bottles of water. I was like, here, have a bottle of water. You have a bottle of water. You have an icy Turner beer. And they watched our cooler and our table until we could get it back to the mm-hmm. car. Which was great. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, Pride was real fun. And you gotta you gotta treat people that, like, take care of you and everything. And that was the whole big thing with Pride, too, is, like, if someone had trouble setting up their tent, we went and, Yeah, we went helped. and helped, so I helped set up somebody's tent this morning mm-hmm. um, because they were having issues with their canopy. And, like, 
it's just it's just very much a community and the pittsburgh pride revolution has been owned or not even owned it's just run by the community um and i love that you know yeah so we get set up today uh we had our friend amy amy thank you there with her tie-dye mm-hmm. um who mm, made us some awesome tie-dye shirts definitely that uh we may not may or may not be still wearing um <laughs> no we're definitely still wearing definitely them. still wearing them right now um but yeah she was selling some of her tie-dye stuff with us today um provided a lot of extra shade too which yeah was definitely nice. and brought people in to talk about the podcast because you know queer mm-hmm. stoners like tie-dye yeah definitely definitely had a good time uh she remembers us from the Cannabis Festival. Um, definitely want to have her on the show. Yeah. So she is also a potential guest. Got to get everything figured out and scheduled. So we don't know when the, any guests are going to be on. Hopefully soon, but probably more closer to July just because of busy. Yeah. We're all adults. We all have lives outside of, you know, this show and everything. Um, and I'm not expecting our guests to, you know, just put everything on pause for us. Yeah. So I'm going to try my best to work with them. Um, that being said, um... Can I talk about my sign? Yes, yes, talk about your sign. <laughs> I made a sign today. Uh, so I, like I said, uh, the goths that were on the bridge, I was like, oh my gosh, I wanted a sign. Um, because I was too shy to go and get kisses from goths. So I was like, what if I make a sign? And I ran it past you and I ran it past Mia. And you were like, yeah, you know, we trust you, you'll be safe, you know. Um, and I made my little sign and it said free kisses, 18 plus on it, it circled it, started, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then on the bottom I put in parentheses, with consent, with a winky face. Because, <laughs> uh, you know, consent is mandatory and sexy. Mm-hmm. And, and then, go ahead. Oh, and I just want to say, I love how like you came back and told me, like, oh, hey, this person asked me to kiss them on the lips, this person asked me to kiss them on the cheek, and, you know, it was such... <laughs> <laughs> it was fucking adorable. No, oh, thanks. Um, and then I made myself uh, into, like, a sandwich board, and on the back it said, ask me about my podcast, and I had the QR code for our podcast, and it said, at smoking out the closet on it. Um, and... Did, did you get a lot of people asking you about the podcast? Not really. You, it was more about the front side, and then I was like, <laughs> oh yeah, and on the back is my podcast, and they were like, oh, well, tell me about the podcast. I did have one person come up to me and be like, hey, I saw your sign, like... What about was about your podcast? Mm-hmm. Uh, our friend from California who came over to like talk to us and was helping, I think also helping like run the event and stuff too, because uh, they I saw her at the information booth, okay, hanging out up there. Might also have just been for like media coverage, who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, but she had been like, yeah, you know what, you know what made you want to like do it? And I was like, well, I saw the goths on the bridge, and she was like, I I heard they were. They're all trans women. I was like, oh, now I really regret going, not going over there and getting kisses. I should have. I should have totally. And I was like, that was just, that was awesome. And she asked for a kiss on the cheek. And I was just like, no. <laughs> but yeah. Um, 14? 15. 14. 14. 14 or 15. You were keeping 14 a tally. 14 or 15. I did have a little tally on the back of my sign. I carried a Sharpie with me. <laughs> but... I made a friend too, um, and the way that they they uh, that we started talking was they were like, "I have a boyfriend, but that's a very interesting sign." 
And I was like, okay. And we, I was like, we could be friends. We could tag along and just walk around. Because I was just kind of like wandering around by myself. So we were just walking around talking. And there was also the gamers there. And they were a collective of, they were gamers. Gamers. Mm-hmm. Like the gay gamers. And they were all queer. And they all play games. And there's a Discord. And like you can join it. And they always have like people that are looking for games. And they had like four, four or five PS4 pros set up. With, oh my god, they had some of, like, the knockoff controllers. Which, that also might have been why I was playing shit Mortal Kombat. Uh-huh, it was the, the controller. Knockoff, it was the, totally the controller, it's not my fault. It was a controller, it was this, your hands swollen. It was the controller, my hands were sweaty. No, literally, I've gotten so rusty with Mortal Kombat, though. But it was fun, I had fun. Um, my shot buddy, did we talk about the shot buddy? The person who was, like, oh, selling no. shots all weekend. My friend! Every time I would see them, I would buy a shot from them. Yeah, $2 shots, they would pour you. First one was um, Jägermeister, which I don't fuck with Jägermeister, mostly because I had a friend when I got back uh, from the military before I started college. Um, he made his Jäger bombs were basically reverse Jäger bombs. Um, it was Jäger with a shot of Red Bull instead of. Red Bull with a shot of Jaeger. Oh my goodness. Ruined Jaeger for me. For the rest of my life. I like Jaeger. I have a little thing of it here, I think, still. I don't drink it super often. Um, and then today, our shot friend had this really good Twisted Tea whiskey. And I don't even like whiskey. I don't like Twisted Tea. And I <laughs> fucking drank the Twisted Tea whiskey. I had I had, I had a shot of, of those. That. You had three. Three of those. You had three. I had one while I was at the tent, one while I was out, and then one when I came back at the tent. Yes, you had three. <laughs> well, Amy was saying, yeah, if I see your friend, I'll send them over here and say, smoking <laughs> out the closet needs shots. So I think she did see them again and sent them over. And I even said, hun, did anybody buy you a shot today? And they were like, I have had way too many. Way too many. I don't need to know. I was like, okay, that's fair. I was like, "Do I, can I buy you one? And they were like, I have a lot. Still hung over from yesterday. And I was like, oh, well. No, that's fair. Yeah. And I, I feel like we were in a good spot. Like, we weren't too, like, close to the stages. We were pretty much in the middle. The map got rearranged a little bit, so it was a little confusing setting up in the morning. Um, but, you know, we did pretty good. I will say that the way that the map was the first time was confusing. Yeah. And it, it made it seem like there were... I think they changed it because, like, they make it a little more, like, accessible for those in wheelchairs and everything. Because, like, if you had a booth... If you had, like, two booths covering the side and then a booth in the middle, that'll make it very tight for people to walk up and down. It was already very tight for people to walk up and down the way we had of it yeah. today. Um, that being said, you know, things change. You update, you move, you roll. show must go on. Yes. Um, but I feel like we got a lot of people coming into our show and actually favoriting our show. I forgot to say on Friday while you were... Or no, on Saturday... When you were at the march, someone came over to our sticker booth and didn't realize her bralette was a little more revealing than she thought. She she was using, like, Tootsie Roll pops to, like, cover her nips. (laughs) And she bought two of our Bud's mascot (laughs) stickers and turned them into pasties. Oh my gosh, I wish I was like that. I was using those as pasties. I love that. I love Um, everything about it. But yeah, we had a lot of more people come up. I felt bad as a couple kids were trying to buy stickers, and I'm like, I really don't have any kid-friendly stickers. No. These are all cannabis-related. 
Except for my Axolotl, Yinsgay, and Pittsburgh Pride Bridge. I think those were the only ones that were, like, quote-unquote kid-friendly. Yeah. I mean, we're not a quid... Kid f- we're not a kid-friendly podcast. I almost said quid-friendly podcast. We don't accept quids either. What are you talking about? I accept quid. I accept any of the pound currency. I'm British. You ain't getting anything in return, but I'll accept it. Donations. <laughs> Um, we live beside an airport. We can get it exchanged. I don't want to get it exchanged. I like collecting more money. You know that. I like weird money too. Um, but yeah, you know, it's it's definitely was a fun time. Um, we did leave early, not because of any storm. We just got people the fuck out. It got rowdy. It got loud. It got. That's not really our scene. No, like we said earlier, like it's it's just not, and. So we dipped, like, what, maybe an hour? We broke down an hour before we were supposed to break down and just left. Yeah. And got some food. Which, you know, I'm really happy that we did, because, like, I was feeling burnt. I I don't know if you realize, but I was crying in the car on the way home. Because I was so burnt out and so peopled out. I was honestly too zoned into just fucking trying to drive home. And, like, getting cooled off and just, like, recentering myself, too, honestly. Mm-hmm. It was... There was a lot going on. I will say, I definitely got tanned. Oh, I did, too. Um, because I have a tan line now from where my P-Flag bracelet is. <laughs> um, but yeah, I had a fun time. 10 out of 10 would go again, but definitely I need to buy loop earplugs now. Yeah. Because that was just too loud for me. At certain points, and two people. I noticed right near the end, like when the podcast stopped playing, and I could just hear all the just wave of sounds of people in the background, and I was just like slowly going a little mad from it. I'm surprised that the moment that I thought I was going to get the most anxiety was when we crested my section of the march, crested the top of the hill. And I could see everybody down on the bridge that mm-hmm. was in front of me. I was lucky because we were closer to the front. Like, we were maybe like the third or fourth group from the front. Um, there were probably way more people behind us. And I didn't look behind us a whole lot. And that's probably why I didn't freak out. Yeah. But also I felt safe. Mm-hmm. I will say that block party got nuts. Yeah. And it, did, we, did we mention the fight? Did we mention the no, fight this we morning? No, we did not mention oh the fight. Oh my god. I don't know what was up this the goddamn Euro guy, but he was talking to somebody on the phone, and he was fucking irritated and pissed. So it seemed like there was, like, two vans, and the people that were selling food and feeling gyros and cheesesteaks and everything were trying to set up, and then another person that was doing the barbecue stuff that we had, that you guys looked at yesterday, mm-hmm. um, were trying to also get their van set up and trying to get everything set up and everything and it just seemed like it got real tight it was a very small area for two big u-haul size you know moving vehicles to like kind of be in and things just got heated and we didn't know what was up really but we didn't want to stay because like we neither of us really like conflict and we knew it was real bad because I looked up at one point and I was like, why is there a cop car there? And then like five to ten police walk in, four EMTs walk past us. Well, at first, back up, back up, back up. Because we hear the ambulance chirp. Oh, no. And we're like, it was at the, I'm pretty sure it was the ambulance and then the the police car was chirping at the end of the street. 
No, but before that, it was the security team that they hired. Oh, yeah, they were jogging in yeah. that direction. I'm like, well, that's not good. Yeah, like, one guy put down his energy drink, and I'm like, oh, yeah, because oh, then yeah. we hear, on my way, jog, 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 okay, jog, 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 okay, guy with the energy drink, jog, 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 puts it down, oh, oh no, which, can we just say the security company that they hired, I felt safe. I identified all their weapons because, you know, military and all that. And I saw how they were handling them and holding them. And I'm like, you guys are really trained very well. And I just felt safe. And they're predominantly people of color. I don't think I've seen one white person on their entire security personnel. I don't think there was. And I felt safe. Yes. I felt safer. I felt the safest I have in a while. (laughs) Yeah. There. And I'm like, and they were funny too. They were cracking jokes. Like on Saturday, there was like that tent that we keep thinking, you like joking, like that was supposed to be our tent that mm-hmm. they provided. Um, there was like two younger guys. I don't, I don't want to say they're kids, but like they were like 22 at the youngest, to like our age. And they were joking around. It's like, man, there's a lot of rainbow shit. You think something gay's happening? <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, that, there were a fight got out, and then um, I remember one of the security, like, one of the higher security guys talking to, like, um, one of the higher-ups of the organizers and everything. And he was like, do you want to get rid of him? And I was like, no, no, no. He got his ass beat and fucking, uh, char- you know, he's got charged officially. Let him serve his fucking food. <laughs> and I was like, Damn. <laughs> Of course, I also remember the EMTs basically. Well, if I knew it was on this side, I would have had us park over here at the fucking like grocery store or something nearby, because they basically had to go from one end all the way to pretty much the opposite end. Yeah, well, they they walked right past us. I was like, well, you know, worst case, we're probably gonna see if it gets bad because the ambulance chirped mm-hmm. and was on the the end of the street, and then the cop car parked, and then the police came out. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Ew. there was one cop walking around there, and it was the one on the motorcycle, and he left rather quickly after that, because mm-hmm. I was just like... It looked like he was there just to make sure traffic was flowing pretty okay, to yeah, be honest. Yeah, because that intersection was fucky, and it was still causing issues, because they, they couldn't block off the one side or else you couldn't get into the grocery store, mm-hmm. and that was causing a problem, kind of, because the barricade, that they, they had to move it eventually. Yeah. So that you could, like, use both sides yeah, a little bit easier, but... And just to make sure everyone was, like, loading and he could officially stop traffic and be like, okay, let's make sure that they could load in, get their stuff set up, and then load out, you know? Yeah. Um, still didn't like that he was there, though, but yeah, I get it. Yeah, I didn't it. either. Um, but yeah, it was just, it was weird. It was a weird way to start the events, but, you know, I had a fun time. Um... It was really cool to hang out with Amy. It was really cool to, like, meet a lot of people. Uh, there were some people who were like, I like weed. What's this about? And I noticed something. And I talked about this in the car where we were on our way home. That I noticed different between the Cannabis Festival and Pride. It was a lot harder to get cannabis folks to interact with us because of LGBT. But it was a lot easier to get LGBT people to interact with us because of cannabis. Yeah. And that's just showing the huge issue with the cannabis community that we've talked about on this show before. 
that is so much can of bros controlling and being the front of everything, the frat boys of weed, that, like, if you are queer in any facet, that it's going to be a harder time having you to come into them. Um, to be fair, I feel like we're a little more prepared this time as well, comparatively to the last time. Yeah. And we're also the media representation of, you know, the, the event itself. So there's also that. Um, but I feel like as a whole, we had an easier time talking to people and interacting with the community more than we did at the cannabis festival. Um, and because there's a whole lot of demographic of the, the, the LGBTQIA plus communities that like talk about cannabis and smoke cannabis and use cannabis and not a lot of of spreading history about like Proposition P, Proposition W and like Harvey Milk and, you know, helping get medical to San Francisco and then eventually California and just sharing a little bit of that history. And there, a lot of them were like, whoa, I didn't know that. And one guy was like. Dude, I lived in that era. How come I didn't fucking know that? And I'm like, well, were you smoking weed? Yeah. Were you heavily involved in the politics? No, I was getting high all the time. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> You're like, I mean, I did sign anything that they put in front of me. And I'm like, oh, well, yeah, of course, because you, you want it. You know, you want it to be accessible and everything. But, like, I feel like you and me are in a unique spot because we do focus on the... Um, political side of a lot of things of both communities as well while being high as a gourd yes can i just also say to the people who came to our table and they were like hey we love you we support you keep doing what you're doing like you're important what you're doing is important Mm -hmm. that just that that hit real close Mm -hmm. because i was like in a way i'm like i know but it's good to hear it from someone else. It's good to hear it from somebody in the community to just be like, this is important. This shit's important because not a lot of people know about it. There's not a lot of like people talking about the in-betweens and how the, the two communities mm-hmm. affect each other, you know? Definitely. I'm going to quote Captain Holt from Brooklyn Nine-Nine real quick. Vindication! <laughs> I'm not actually going to shout it. <laughs> no, because you almost talked about the mic just doing that. <laughs> it's over 9,000! <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. No, you're good. I think we're at that point. We actually ran a little longer than normal, but that's okay, because the last few episodes have been a little shorter. And we also had so much to talk about oh, We did. We we had other topics and everything, but like literally Pride took the entirety of it, and I'm not upset about that. Because that's what this episode was going to be about, and that's because... That's what half of this podcast is about. It's mm-hmm. about the LGBT community and it's fucking pride. So go out there and be gay and hold a sign that it's free kisses for queers. Or free hugs. Plus, or free hugs. You know, like. There were so many people with like free dad, gay dad hugs, I got, free mom hugs. I got some mom hugs from some awesome moms. You did. I will also like to say we were lucky. We had a escape plan in place in case anything happened. I'm so glad that the worst part of the entire thing was just some communication issues and one guy got punched in the face. Yeah. I am so glad that was the worst of it all. And there was only one group of, I want to say only five evangelicalists Mm -hmm. downtown that we backed into a corner against a wall. Yeah. 
I will say, I didn't see any of... The, they were advertising, like, the like all three sports teams were going to be there. Yeah, I, I didn't, didn't see it. I saw PNC. We were behind PNC at one point. They must have been in the march somewhere, because, like, both uh, Shapiro and uh, Fetterman were in the marches. I know that. I didn't see either of them. No, they were closer towards the middle. From it, they were deep in the crowd. I saw a representative from the pirates. He was handing out rainbow pirate flags during the during the march, but I didn't see anybody. Like I didn't see the pirate. I didn't see like any of the mascots or anything. They must have been behind me. They must have been. Um, they I also would... could have been in the parade part. Yeah. On the floats or whatever. So they they could have been like way in the back. I also. For the once in my life, I want to watch the news. I want to see, like, the news coverage and stuff from this weekend. Yeah, definitely. Um, because I know there was a camera at our booth at one point, and it was super adorable. Yeah, we also got some photos and everything taken of us, so I definitely want to see those and, like, upload them. Absolutely. Um, you got handed a business card for one of the queer, like, news outlets, didn't you? Mm, transverse, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I got that. Um, and I also got someone from Hughes Lane... Uh, which is another LGBT organization here in Pittsburgh. Um, they're actually, they have a kitchen called Hughes Kitchen, which uh, that was one of the two places that my work donates whenever we do canned food drives because yeah. I'm like, no, we're donating to the community here. Because yeah. there's so many, uh, so much of us that work at my store who are in the community in one facet or another of, like, queer, um, that we're just like, yeah, no, a lot of us have religious trauma. Let's not donate to a church. No. Don't do that. Um, is there anything... Oh, yeah. The reason why I was bringing up the whole conflict and, like, escape plan and everything. With this year being so iffy and so much anti-LGBT legislation and everything going on, on a serious note, if you are going to a Pride event and you have not been to it yet and it's not come up but you're going to it, make sure you have a plan in place. I believe we talked about this last week. Yeah. But just to reiterate, make sure you have a plan in place to make sure that you and everyone you're with is safe. Look out for each other, take care of each other, and just remember that you're all loved and this is a community that we look out for each other. That being said, I had a wonderful time at Pride. I felt so much love, so much like connectivity. I was giving out stickers, I was doing some trades with people i had some great conversations with some amazing people i got to meet a whole bunch of people i got to cute, kiss a cute bunch of cute people <laughs> um and i had just one of the best weekends that i've ever had in a very long time it was it was great it was a very special feeling like i i definitely feel like the sense of community here the feeling of belonging to belonging yeah and with that, I think we should wrap up this very long episode. Now that we have a recording that actually is working. So once again, my name is Raven. I use she, her pronouns. I'm Asmodeus. I use they, them pronouns. And this has been another episode of Smoking, Smoking Out, Out the, the Closet. Closet. Bye. Bye.